You know what I just thought about? <laughs> I had a, you know, those frozen daiquiri things. I had that on the counter in the kitchen. <laughs> Wait, like, wanna go get it? I, I, I well, um, I was like, do you want to go get it? No, I say no. <laughs> oh. Cause I'm like, I had, um, I bought wine the weekend before last. And I was like, this is going to last me till this week. So not even close. I drank some of it last week and I was thinking, okay, and I should still have, you know, like half a bottle left. Mm-hmm. Girl, it was like a sip in there. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not really a wine drinker. I feel like I went through hell and back just to get that bottle open only to, for it to not have really had much in it, you know? Um, it just have about two cups, two glasses. Yeah, I see that now. Depends on what what size bottle you get. I want to. It wasn't that good. It it was a regular size bottle, I guess, but it mm. wasn't. It was that um Snoop wine, whatever it is, that Cali red or something. I, I was hoping because it was Snoop that he was gonna think that maybe. I just feel like wine. I was always so bitter and strong. But I tasted a wine years ago that tasted like a punch. And I have been trying to find this wine for years. All wine don't taste dry. You have to get... Okay, I'm going to get you a bottle of Roscato. I'm going to send it to you. Oh, I'm going to have it. Something. Something. I'm going to do it. Something. Well, I could just find some. I'm just like, just, you know, you telling me a name. Because I probably saw it and I just didn't, you know, Roscato I didn't know. Good. I like Roscato. Um, I like Roscato. I like Moscato. But a story about Moscato. I was um, dating this guy. Did I ever tell you this this story about Moscato? Mm. I story about Moscato. Hey, Robert Roots, how you doing, baby? Um, <laughs> I feel like this red lipstick aged me. I don't know. Anywho, um, <laughs> uh, so I was dating this guy. He was the VP of some of city. He was a VP over there, VP in technology, something like that, whatever. So. He was cooking dinner for me. He was cooking dinner. And he was like, bring some wine. You don't have to do nothing else. Just bring your sexy self and bring some wine. I was like, okay. I was like, Moscato good? He was like, no, Moscato is. <laughs> he said Moscato is really yeah. Kool-Aid. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, and so he 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 was like, get a bottle of Marlowe. And I said, okay. So that's when I started liking Marlowe. So I like Marlowe. I like a smooth Marlowe when I'm just chilling at the house. And it's like, you can't, Marlowe is not a chill and drink wine. It's a, I'm relaxing at the house. It's a full body wine. Okay. I guess I, I just have yet to find something I like. I don't know about the body and the, uh, <laughs> you know, all that other stuff, the dry and so on. It just, I'm just I just want to find the wine that tasted like red punch or something. Like I'm, that's what I'm, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you some Roscato. We should visit when you come back. We should visit a um a winery. I don't think there's no black wineries around here. We can find one. Yeah, that'd be good. Take a trip. Your earrings cute. We both <laughs> represent Africa tonight, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, and I got my Black Media Matter shirt on tonight. Thank, Thank you. How was your weekend? Why, honestly, what did oh? <laughs> you sound oh. like me last week. 
<laughs> I was like, what did I do this weekend? Um, I actually did a lot of work this weekend, but I have not been feeling well. Like, um, I think with this weather change, when it got cool here, that has had me sick. And so I have been like trying to get over that, really. Oh, okay. I know pin up girl. Hey girl. And I think um, but I didn't really do anything else. How how about you? Um no. I didn't no. I didn't do anything. I was so busy um trying to get my living situation together. We did go to church. So Chloe last week um asked me was church back open. And I was like, yeah, girl, you want to go? She was like, yep. I was like, okay. And um, we went to church on Sunday, and we haven't been to church in a long time together. So that was a blessing. Um, you know, it's just, I feel like those things that I've inputted in her as tools to you, she's coming back to those things. Mm -hmm. so parenting is hard. I, I knew that was Sharona. I was like, that is Sharona and no pinup girl. <laughs> that girl. She was just texting. Now, let me tell you about Sharona. I'm going to talk about you real quick. I'm trying to get ready. She texted me. I'm thinking to myself, now, Sharona, you know that I'm getting ready for this show. And, like, don't don't text me no more after six. <laughs> and to <laughs> Oh, I get so annoyed. I can't get annoyed at her because I was supposed to bend text her back about what she was asking me. But still, I was like, dang, stop no, texting me. And she texted me and said, I know you get ready for the show, so whatever you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sharona. I love Sharona. We're getting um, getting back to revamping things and getting back on track. And I feel like I, I'm able to breathe now and I can do those things. But yeah, back to um, Chloe. Um, being a parent, my head goes off to you guys because this shit is hard. And I don't want to do that because I don't have, I took the nail polish off to my fingers and I was doing it. <laughs> that was um, cute last week. Thank you. Right, you better tell the world that um, girl, I care. <laughs> um, so she, so with Chloe, you know, I had put her out and everything, and she had. I feel like she had to go through her whole her own journey just to see where she needs to be and who's really there for her, in some sense. And I don't want to seem like, oh, you know, see who's really there. I just want her to see. Although you out here in these streets with these people, these people can't do for you, you know, what your auntie's doing. So don't disrespect your auntie, your auntie mama, because she's like my daughter. That's a good conversation to talk about um, on the talk show. Parenting? Parenting. Uh, okay. uh, I just had to, Dylan asked me to help her with an English paper today. We spent the first five minutes arguing, like hard <laughs> arguing, like, because... Is she just so stubborn, you know? And it's like, like, how do you ask for help? And then you don't want to accept the help. You don't critique the help. Um, girl, I'm trying to tell her, well, she gets mad if I say something and forget it. And I'm like, let's use the recorder, you know? Let's use the recorder so that way you can have it and you can just transcribe it. But what I'm going to do with that? So we spent like the first five minutes arguing about that. And then... Finally, I pulled out my old phone and I'm like, we're going to use this recorder because I can't remember what I'm telling you in exact, you know, and you can't write it fast enough. 
So then after we're done later on, she come back and asked me something else. Then she was like, oh, we only had a recorder. Oh, now you want the recorder. You know, <laughs> like, we went through all of that beforehand. But yeah, kids are something else. They are. They are. I think we should do parenting. I really do. I really do. So make I'm going to take note of that. Yes. I think just different type of parenting styles and different things, you know. Yeah, I had to tell you off air. I'm gonna tell you what I did last night. Okay. <laughs> you're gonna be like, you did what? But you're gonna understand. So, uh, <laughs> so Yo Gotti becomes co-owner of a major league soccer team. Congratulations to him. Right. I think that's dope. Um, it's something that we normally don't see in the black community per se. Shout out to Southern University soccer team. My niece is on there. She's her senior year. Go Jalen. Um, <laughs> you know, her and her brothers do soccer and they lived in Australia and different things. So I think they really caught the culture there. I'm not sure if they, I can't remember if they was doing soccer before then or it wasn't when they got there, you know, after they left there. Mm -hmm. But I think that soccer is really starting to become bigger. I've heard um, there's like a lot of celebs that um, I'm not going to say a lot, but I know I have heard of some other celebs that have ownership within other soccer teams. So um, I think it's kind of that might be how the soccer world is surviving, you know, off those uh, celebrity owners or whatever. I can't think of who in exact. I almost want to say, does LeBron James have um, one? Mm -hmm. Two or like he's on, has some ownership in one. Oh, <laughs> it's some it's some other people. Hi, Mariah. Hey, Mariah. So kudos to him. Always good seeing a black man doing things positively. So let's get on to a black man who ain't. Um, R. Kelly was convicted of sex <laughs> sex crimes and racketeering. Ah, okay. So here's the deal. A while ago, I been stopped listening to R. Kelly. Like been been been. Um, for my own conviction. Now, I know I'm not 100%, you know, that girl living right, but some things I just was like, yeah, I'm cool on him. Yeah. So that's why I don't be caring about him, but go ahead. Look, I thought there was something more to this story. <laughs> Uh, so what no, you got to say? But no, I don't. Um, I don't listen to him anymore either. And I'm not gonna lie. It was it was hard at first, you know. And it's crazy because as I've been looking at the news stories and I'm reading the comments and so on and just seeing what other people are saying, and people will be like, um, "Don't act like you can't stop playing his music." Actually, you can if you choose to do so if you're intentional about it, you know. Um, which I had to be, and uh, I wanted to see who these women were that were outside protesting or whatever for Girl, him. I, I feel so ashamed. Like, I wasn't expecting, I don't know if her afro was real or what, but I just, I was not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna be like, oh, natural sisters, this, this, and that, but I wasn't expecting it. I, I just wasn't. I was as if you could have, you know, if I would have said somebody else out there, I would have been like, okay, yeah, they, they fit the description. They might make more sense, kind of. But this somebody who I would, you kind of think Afro oftentimes, this somebody that's, you know, that has come into their knowledge or something. And, um, oh, look, somebody said, did Mariah, are you saying her Afro was <laughs> So you saw Mariah. Okay. I was wondering. 
I was wondering. I wasn't certain. Okay, so now it's making yeah. more sense. She was out there adamant about yelling. Do you did you hear? Yeah, I was like, let me let me tag Stacey in this. And the funniest part about it was somebody had post on Facebook. They were like, Google R. Kelly's network and come back to this post. And what was it? 4.1 million. It was what? Negative 4.1 million. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I ain't never heard um of a negative network for. Me either. Mariah says she, <laughs> says she, uh, she really was. She said, I think she was just trying to be seen. <laughs> Lisa, yeah. out there hard. Hardcore. Do you hear me? Hardcore. And I was like, somebody come get her. <laughs> come get y'all sister. Speaking of come and get y'all sister, um, Kelly Price. So Kelly Price, um, back in July, made a post stating that she had COVID. She hasn't made any posts since then. <clears throat> Last week it came out that um she was missing. Her sister said she was missing. Kelly's lawyer came out and said that Kelly ain't missing. Kelly's not missing. Kelly, Kelly's sister said, until I speak, until I see her, not speak. She said, until I see her. I'm I'm not, you know, I, I'm still saying she's missing. Mm -hmm. Then Kelly came out and said, I'm not missing. <laughs> I'm not missing. She said that people have been disturbing her rest at the house. And different things at the house was disturbing her rest. So she left the house and she went to the undisclosed location. She said her daughter knew where she was. Now, her daughter is grown. Her baby is 27, she said. She was like, and in some ways, she felt like her daughter was manipulated. Now, some people was like, you got to put, like people on my page, you got to put your, your pride to the side. It was like, you got to put your pride to the side in, um, in these situations and let your family know where you was. Maybe she called and said she was okay because her sister said, I didn't see her. I mean, I haven't seen her so this, then, a third. Kelly says she only really had no relationship with her sister. She said their their relationship is a strain. I um okay. <laughs> I I must have just caught the tail end of the story or something where she was talking about having COVID and just so I thought that she was just off dealing with it. Is, right, that's what it was. That's what she said. Okay, but I I didn't notice has she had COVID in July. Like I mean, July twenty six, I think was her last post, and she said she has what they call long term COVID. Yeah, I heard her say that, but um, I just thought that it was just. The, I was thinking like they had thought she was missing for like a week or so. I didn't realize this this dated that far back, or whatever. But no, 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 it was a week. Uh, it, it was, was a week. week. Okay. It was a okay. week. Everybody was like, "How did how did we not know that Kelly Price was missing?" And I was like, "It just came out. Like they just filed the police report, and the girl said she just left her house a week ago. So because you can't put your finger on her, she missing." And Kelly said, "Huh, her husband both had COVID." And somebody was like, "On these secret marriages," and I'm like, "Kelly post on her page a ring 
finger. Like she posted that. So you either knew she was married or she was engaged. She posted that this? recently too. Yeah, I'm just curious. I, I didn't even know she had grown kids. Like I don't know. I don't you know keep up with her like that. But I guess it makes sense because hell, I have a grown kid. But you know. We, it's hard for us to believe that people that people have grown children because we don't be seeing them. No, which is not bad. Grown, and we don't look at us. <laughs> like I look oh. at us like <laughs> Chloe can be my daughter and she she turned 20 today. Like yeah. really, that's that's the picture. My screen is oh okay. I, I just thought she had already been married. You know, really. I, that's why I, I was asking. Her, I didn't realize. Um, I didn't know any of this. It says, when all else fails, he got me. And um, that was July 5th. Oh, well. So it was after she came back from. See, her grand, and then her grandmother had just passed. And so. Yeah, her, her said it. She had been going through a whole lot. So if she won't go. Sometimes I want to. Sometimes I want to run away. Sometimes you just want to run away. And you just tell one person. So when I turn my phone off, I think I text you, I text Chloe, and I text Anitra and be like, I'm turning my phone off. And my mama, I'm turning my phone off. Because especially my mama, if my mama can't get in touch with me, Lord Jesus, she going to call the hospital, the morgue, the police department, like everything. It's crazy. That's what she do. And it's ha it has happened. It has happened. <laughs> Yeah, I think mine kind of similar in that way too, though. She literally called and had my cousins calling me, and it was just awful. So now I gotta let her know. Well, I really thought it was like actually what I was trying to say is I thought it was a matter of her being like in a hospital or something, and they didn't know she was in a hospital, and then so yeah, I was still kind of confused about the story, but I'm glad that she's okay. And then she she's went to the hospital. She did go into the hospital and she said she died on the table, but then she came back. Yeah, but I was thinking like they didn't know. So did they know that she was in the hospital during that time? I'm sure. Those that needed to know, those that she communicated, those that she talked to. Oh. <laughs> I was just, you know, it was just a weird story altogether, you know. And then it was like people were steadily posting that she was missing. Right around the time when I had just found out she was missing, then I found out she was found. So, you know, but I guess she was Because her yeah. attorney came back and said that she wasn't missing. And her sister said, I don't care what he said, I'm still, my sister is still missing. She was acting like they talk every day and they don't. They don't fool, she don't fool with her. Then <clears throat> Nikki Gilbert. <laughs> Nikki Gilbert. Baby, the brat and Judy got on to Nikki Gilbert talking about she. Um, so the brat said that Kelly had contacted her and told her she was okay. She contacted certain people and was like, I'm good. I'm going to come, you know, I'm going to talk whenever, whenever. Mm -hmm. And baby, the brat, because I, I woke up and went on Instagram and, and, and the brat going off. And I'm like, she'll never get angry. <laughs> she'll never get bad but she was like and you use it for your own platform because after nikki was talking about um kelly price called her she said but anyway my show come on tonight y'all make sure <laughs> well i mean 
If you're doing a live, it's like us doing a broadcast, I guess, you know, you, you get out all the messages you need to get out, though. Baby, she said, um, she said, she said that, um, <laughs> I looked at a text message. I was like, who texted me right now? And, and oh. it's really like, my lips, something about my lipstick looks good on me. Thank you, boo. I ain't gonna say who that is. <laughs> anyway, so... It was crazy because I was like, the brand thing got angry. And Judy in the background said, no, 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 no. Like, it was just crazy. The whole situation, like you said, the whole situation is crazy. Um, I just felt like some people you deal with, some people you don't. And it can be family. And if you don't fool with them like that, you don't fool with them like that. So if you're sick and you decide that you don't want to deal with folks, you ain't, they ain't going to be one of the people that you call to say, yeah. I'm going off my phone. No, that's really true. That's true. So that's that on that. That's my thoughts on that. So um, Kyrie Irving and vaccination. Um, so at work, right, <laughs> this lady, this white lady, she's like, I don't know why we got to wear these masks. They don't work anyway. Well, you know, in order to come back into the office, we had to be vaccinated. So she's clearly vaccinated. But she's, she keeps telling me how we don't need the mask. And I'm like, look. However way you feel, keep that shit to yourself. I don't care. I'm going to wear my mask. I'm doing everything it takes. I have taught, I have heard so many stories about people with this COVID. And I'm trying so desperately not to get it. I've heard it. I've seen it. I know people who had it. And it's traumatic. That in itself is a traumatic experience. I don't want it. So I'm doing everything to block this. Sorry, not sorry. Now, Kareem Irving decided that he's not going to get vaccinated. I feel like his choice is body. However, you can't get mad at the NBA because they said that you can't come and play in their stadium without being vaccinated. You can't, this goes back to, you can't tell your employer how to, what to do. And I was listening to um, the breakfast club and it was like, we don't own the NBA. Like he don't own the NBA. It's not Kyrie's ball association, basketball association. So therefore that's the same thing with, um, Colin, like as much as we like, that's messed up, this, that, and third, is not the Colin in NFL. So therefore you have to abide by those rules that these people have set out. That's all I'm saying. So if he said, you know, I can't get mad for Kyrie, he has to do what's best for him. And I can't say whether it's right or wrong for him too even, you know, to get vaccinated. I got vaccinated because I wanted to get vaccinated for myself. Again, I did what was best for me. He has to do what's best for him and his family. Now, you again, you can't get mad at these people's rules. Well, I agree with that. But I'm not going to lie. I um, I don't know if I told you. I went and got my first shot. Me and Dylan did. Really? I, yeah. And I, I, don't feel, I, feel like, I feel like a sellout. It's one. I mean, I did not broadcast it. Um, I still don't really feel comfortable about it. I, I didn't have any complications or anything. Um, you know, afterwards, like how some people be talking about feeling sick or tired. I didn't mm -hmm. nothing like that. But I just still don't trust it. I still feel very afraid. Like I don't know what I put in my body, but somebody else is like, well, you know, you put other stuff in your body, you don't necessarily know what it is. And that's one reason why I went. But I feel like. I was really pressured into it. You know, I wish I could have signed something that said, I'm doing this, but it's not in my own free will. 
because it didn't feel like, like it was in my own free will. I, I just feel like the fact that, like, I was looking at the fact that the FDA had approved it, um, you know, and I knew that things were going to be steadily changing, that more, you know, there were there was going to be more to follow. When I found out that insurances were no longer paying for it, that right there alone, I was like, I, can, I can't risk getting this. And then I, you know, and then the fact that oh. how the doctors were treating the patients, um, I would hate to be that person in a hospital that didn't get vaccinated and didn't have to, you know, just and be with one of those doctors that's pissed off because they've been working all these shifts or something. Those are the factors. That's the reason why I decided to go ahead on and do it. But I still like when you sent me the news story, I was like, damn, I felt I felt regretful. Cause I'm like, if these people are still holding out, I wish I would have held out a little bit longer, you know. And then I saw this post. It didn't help that I end up seeing both of these today. Well, you sent that today, and then I saw this post that was like, if you got the vaccine, that means you a snitch because you fold under pressure. And that's exactly what I did. I feel like I I folded under pressure. So mm -hmm. yeah, I feel very conflicted about it. But really, at the end of well, the day. <clears throat> I still feel like, like if it's an organization, you would have to abide by whoever it is rules. You know, I'm just thankful that I work for myself so I don't have to worry about that. But even with my best friend, she's talking about possibly retiring um, from her career of 20 something years, I think, you know, because she's just like, um, she, she's not going to do it. And, so. that's, and that's okay. You know, as for me, I don't feel like no sellout and nobody can't tell me I'm a sellout. You know, I, I mean, and I don't, I don't think about it. Other people. I just feel it with no, myself. No, I'm not saying. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying I want you to get that. You know, no, I didn't think about that when I was saying I it, didn't. but that's kind of how I feel. I didn't. I'm speaking of that post. Oh, you a snitch because you fold on the person. You can't tell me who the hell I am. I know who I am. Like your post don't mean nothing to me. I'm not <laughs> because I I don't want COVID. Period. And I know I don't want it either, yeah. but I just, I just still, I don't, it's not a matter of wondering if it's fake, but it's just still so many other things surrounding it. Like at times, um, when they were saying that people were being, uh, like deaths were being categorized as COVID, but they weren't actually COVID or the fact that the symptoms can be so many different things that you really don't know what the hell you may really have. You know, those two things kind of be, Missing with me, it's so. like it's a collection of all all of different symptoms, like yeah. stomachache, headache, fever. This, like, but, but, the, but what I'm saying is that those symptoms can go along with anything else. You know what I mean? Like not necessarily they could possibly be something else. That just kind of seems kind of something to me. So I'm still, but I did go get it. Okay, so. people. I mean, well, you know, Arnisha when Arnisha had two negative um, COVID tests and she had pneumonia. So they didn't put COVID on her. They, it was pneumonia, you know? And so I don't believe when people are like, oh, they are ruling deaths, this, that, and a third. Because I know for a fact, my best friend had something that had the, that had the symptoms of COVID and they tested her and it was negative and it turned out to just be pneumonia. However, a lot of people was having pneumonia and COVID, but she didn't have COVID and she was vaccinated. So, you mm. know, I just, I feel like, you know, and I understand that's why I don't put, I don't put it on people. Like if you, you know, people are like, I, I'm going to get it. Um, wait, she said people still catching the flu, still taking flu shots. Yes, history did before to regulate the population. And they probably did. And another thing, I get the flu shot every year. I get the flu shot every year. 
I get my vaccinations. I do because I have my immune system is not as strong as other people. I wasn't born with a, a very, you know, the immune system. I get sick yearly. So now I actually take um, allergy medicine year round now since COVID because I don't want to get sick and feel and think even have the thought that I have COVID. So, you know, there's a lot of conspiracies and thoughts and things there. I just feel like do what's best for you. As far as Kyrie, I can't get mad at Kyrie for not getting the vaccination, but he can't get mad at the league for not letting him play. Yeah. I I, I totally agree with that. It might be time to move on to something else. Right. So our last news story for today before we get into our wrap up. So Ari Fletcher, I still don't know what this girl do for a living. I think she just do hostings or something. She's um that boy's G A G Herbo. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how she got famous. And she talk a lot of noise and she ignorant. I said it. That's it. Um. So she's okay. All right. She said. I don't know her like that. I, I don't know what she do, but I, I actually, when you mentioned you heard about that, did just make me think like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember that. But okay, baby mama, she's always in the news for some drama, fighting, cussing loud. Just that's that's all. I just that's me. Okay. Anyway, moving on. She's with Moneybag Yo. So. She purchased 28.8 acres of land for his birthday, which I was like, that's dope. That's a dope gift. However, the ladies in the view said felt like that's a husband gift, you know, acting like you're married. That's that's, that's kind of what they said. And I have to agree with them. My opinion is I'm not no hater, and I'm so sick of people because Moneybag Yo and Ari both was like, you're a hater, oh, because you never had somebody do this for me. And I'm like, do you know who these women are? Like, they have money. They have real money. Like, they yeah, may have had somebody who bought them acres or bought them land. Hell, Ari, um, that are, are, what's that girl name is? That's on there, start with an A. Anyway, Adrian Bellon. She yeah. got she got a bigger, a big house in New York and a big house in California. What are you talking about? Like, you make no sense. But the culture is following them. Oh, they hating, they hating. I don't feel like they're hating. I feel like they were just stating that. Certain gifts, for as for me, as I'm thinking, certain gifts I'm not giving my boyfriend. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Up, uh, up until recently, very recently, I would have been like, oh, you know, I would have agreed with Ari. Just like, oh, that's such a loving thing to do. But being that I feel like I just had to pay for my last relationship, um, I'm definitely not buying any gifts like that. No, I I just feel like like you don't know what's going to happen with a person. Like until I'm more like before, I kind of would have been one of those, oh, no, love is forever. I don't want to sign a prenup. My net worth ain't shit, but but I want to sign a prenup now. You know, I'm just like, I really, I've learned a lesson in love and, and I've realized how much it can really cost. And if you think it costs something when your feelings are hurt, imagine when you got to go into your pocket. So that right there alone, just that's enough for me. So um, maybe two acres as a boyfriend, maybe, you know, just with 28.8, that's a bit much. Um, yeah. I just couldn't see myself doing it. And um, 
Sharona said, I want to make sure I had that correct. Sharona said that um, it, it, um, it's right. That is right. Okay. Um, don't give boyfriends, husband privileges. And let me go on and say this. Sometimes giving boyfriends, husband privileges is not just about money. It's other things. It's other. Um, before we got on, I was like, stop casting your, you know, God gave me a word. Stop casting your pearls um, um, to swans. And sometimes we are, we, we want that. We want it to work. We all have done it. We want this to work at this down and third. So we do things that we don't want to do. That's women and men do things to hold on to that relationship and different things. And it's husband or wife privileges that we're giving our mate, our boyfriend or girlfriend. Now, if they don't believe in marriage, that's cool. And that's okay. But when that person gets sick and you're not allowed to go into the hospital because you're not married or you can't come to the funeral because you're not married and their family don't like you, that's a different conversation. Now you mad. You know, I just feel like for myself, I believe in marriage and I believe in choosing my mate. Like, I don't want, I feel like when you get married, you're saying, I don't want nobody else but you. Like nobody else with you. And Sharona know that. How many years you been married, Sharona? Sharona been married a long time. I think 18 years. 17 to 18 years. And it's a different type of situation. It's a, for me and in my thinking, being married is, you going to go through a whole lot of stuff, period. But I decided on you. 18, she said 18 she years. Said 18 you know, I decided on you. I don't want to be with nobody else. I'm going to go through these things with you. Because if I was ready, you know, if I didn't feel that way, I would just say your your boy, your girlfriend. Well, I, I agree with you for the most part. But I even think, you know, even when it happens, it's not guaranteed. You know, that's, not. That's, just, that's just my way of thinking. And it could be like I have some. I'm harboring some feelings or something, but also even just um, having been married before and divorced. And of course that marriage wasn't just the, what it was supposed to be by any means, but I just now no longer see marriages just like the end all. I, I don't know why I just don't see it that way anymore. And that's cool. I mean, and, and as I always say, when you allow somebody to be 100% themselves, 100% themselves, that allows you to be 100% yourself. And for me, I feel like it is, you know, the end all be all, even though I didn't grow up really seeing healthy relationships. As I gotten older, I have been in the presence of healthy relationships and they're real with me. This ain't happy all the time. This is this, that, and a third. And once you get in your mind that marriage is not happy all the time, it's some drama going to be happening and, you know, just different things that you may have to look over or you have to say to yourself, am I, am I willing to still deal with this even though I'm here in this? Yeah. So that's that. I just still wouldn't uh, give my boyfriend 28.8 um, acres, but it'd probably be his money because what does she do? Okay. You want to um, sell our sponsor? Yeah. So our sponsor um, for this evening is let me pull this up. Jadora Awareness. Jadora Awareness Apparel is a high-end limited edition line that features unique individuals doing extraordinary things. You all can find them at JadoraAwarenessApparel.com and um, on Facebook at Jadora Awareness Apparel as well as Instagram, same name, Jadora Awareness Apparel. 
Yep. I'm trying to say X will. He knows, girl. I ain't even want to get into that whole article. That's a whole nother conversation. I didn't read it. I read him on E. I heard a clip. It was a clip on Facebook. You want to run the trailer? Um, we can. Well, I was gonna say do it at the end, but uh, I'll go ahead and do it now just to make sure we get it done. Please don't get upset with me. What? <laughs> Excuse me? Me? <laughs> Let me show you. But for me, that has been um, my way of leaving a digital footprint. Maybe she's not saying it wrong. It's just you don't like the tone. <laughs> and I know I'm emotional. <laughs> I'm not going to... <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, you know, and sometimes self care looks that way. Okay, so this month is our two year anniversary month. We celebrated our two years last week. So, our guests this month were people who have a direct effect to our um actually our talk show um our talk show which you just seen the trailer for um theories and thoughts deep dive if you have not checked it out it is on the exposure tv network app i was trying to figure it out so the first the first guest we had was mr Corey epsi he is the um produce is it the producer because i always say producer i would yeah he's wait are you trying to say for us mm-hmm um, no, he's the videographer. Well, I guess you say the uh, film and production. Production. He does audio and visual. <laughs> he does audio and visual for the um, for the talk show, and he is also a um, actor as well. So we had him on. He talked about his role with us and things that we have going on. We do have season two in the can and it will be releasing here soon before the end of the year. Um, Corey also told us a little bit about um, his acting. You remember? Um, I was just trying to remember what I'll be discussed. So uh, about, um, a role that he has now as a preacher. He said that's his best role. Oh, ever. Okay. Yeah. Um, he talked about um, how he was a comedian first. He was a comedian. And then he decided to get into acting after meeting Demarcus Bailey. Um, Demarcus, he is also the star of Love and Drugs 1, 2, and soon to be 3. If you haven't caught that, that is on um, Tubi. Amazon Prime. Uh, that's Amazon. I can't think of the rest. But he's a great actor. And that's how I met Corey was actually, I was an extra in a movie that he was in. Yeah, I remember him also saying he wants to be a motivational speaker. We actually got, I feel like we got to know him a little bit uh, better, you know, outside of the joking Corey that we normally have moving around trying to get stuff done. So it was a cool conversation. 
It was. And yes, he did say he wants to be a motivational speaker. He wants to be, he don't want to just come in and talk to the people and then leave. He was like, that don't, that don't create change. He wants to actually be there and walk them through it and different things. So that was dope. Didn't like you said, didn't know him on that level. So y'all go back and check out that um that podcast. Remember, you can catch it on you can catch the replays actually on Swagger's YouTube, um, Lady CEO Media YouTube, and anywhere you find your podcast. So the visuals will be on YouTube and the audios will be on anywhere you find your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all of it. It's on all of that. Um, so second person was Miss Um Miss Lawrence, she is the um, owner of Exposure Net TV Network. Um, I won't lie, I was ready to, to jump shift before she came <laughs> came on. And once she came on, it really made me realize that we're at the ground level of this. This is brand new. This is ground level. And sometimes when things are at ground level, we may or may not agree 100% with everything and how things are flowing per se. But um, just our conversation with her made me reevaluate, you know, just sticking with Black. Um, also, she talked about how um, Black news media, most of it should, well, some of it should stop doing so much entertainment. I don't know if she said they should stop, but she said we should do more um, more things that she I would say on serious topics. What'd yeah. She did say stop. So. Oh, she did say stop. But mm. I think that we need a mixture, not just all news, hardcore news. That's just my opinion because that don't draw people in. If you have entertainment, that's gonna, that's what's going to draw people in. And then you have the hardcore news there with that. And then people check out the hardcore news. Because if you're anything like me, I don't want to read all this, these people dying and this is happening and all these other, you know, serious things all the time. I don't want, I don't, I don't live my life like that, but I know it's happening. Like the crisis that was at the border with Haiti, like, I knew that, and until Freedom um, actually went out there, I donated to them. I always donate to them, but I donated um, for their efforts going to Haiti. And if you know, I mean, not going to Haiti, they were going to the border. Yeah. So yes, I, I am one who can hear about that, digest it, and then hear about Cynthia Bailey leaving the Real Housewives of Atlanta and be able to digest that too. I think that people act like. We're one-dimensional people and not multi-dimensional people where we can digest all these different things. We can do the the, the serious and we can do the entertainment because we need well, I, think that, I mean, and I'm not trying to say it's just the or the younger generation, but a lot of them seem like they might actually be one-dimensional. Just being honest. I don't, I don't know. I mean, so maybe... For what she said, I agree with you. Um, and that's kind of like the practice that we use on the Swagger website. You know, we try to include some entertaining stuff, but also we try to have a good balance between the two. But people look to these celebs, you know, oftentimes for those are the people that's in the spotlight, you know. So 
who else is better to get a mass message across? It's just oftentimes they aren't getting the right messages across, but a lot of them are trying to do a little bit more with their platforms or do more good in society, seems like it. Um, but I mean, so I don't I don't totally agree with what she said either. But she made a lot of other good points that I did yeah. agree with. Um, she dropped a lot of knowledge and especially when she is funny that she mentioned uh I think she gave a number of how many missing women there were mm -hmm. and i don't know did, did she say they well she was also talking about organ uh what is it they call it organ harvesting or something organ harvesting and i did not know that black people's organs can go into anybody else's and i, I said that may have yeah i heard her say that but i was wondering if I, you said it again it made me think about this book i had read and i was wondering if it was in that book as well i wonder if she read that book it's called Something about the black book or something, the black Bible or something like that. Um, but uh, what I was going to say, oh, that she mentioned that. And then now there's a lot in the news currently, though, about the missing girls, the missing black girls um, and how there is some reporter that is, I guess they're documenting it or something or kind of keeping track of it. So it was just it was just ironic, you know. Well, I guess it was a coincidence that 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 both of those she mentioned it and then like a week later, two weeks later, now here we are talking about it in the news cycle. Yeah. Yeah, she dropped a lot of gems. She 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 really, you know, for her to never have to work for anybody, that was dope. Yeah. That was dope. Some people are able to do that, are able to be born into that. I just want some people, and I'm not speaking about her, but I just want people to recognize that people come from different backgrounds. And I had to have this conversation here recently. People can come from different backgrounds, so they may not have the mindset or they may not have the funds to be able to do something like that. Yeah. So Most yeah. people. Most people. Because um, I've been working with somebody since I was 14. You know, and one of my um, one of my friend, one of my friends that watched the show, he'd never say anything. Um, he works with me. He um, he told me today. He always he always mocks me and say, "I can't wait till you not working here and you you just really just doing it because you out here doing it, girl. You own stuff. You're doing this. You know, black man." And it, it was so you know, it's dope that he always encouraged me. He calls me. We call each other bestie. We're like, "What's up, bestie?" Ever since he watched the show, I'm his bestie now because he says that, <laughs> <laughs> that we do so good on the show. I, yeah, because I watched the show because yeah, it's crazy. He crazy. That's my boy, though. But um, we have great conversations, you know. And um, yeah, it's, it's amazing that you can do that. And if you can put your kids in that type of situation and they receive it, <clears throat> you put them in that situation and they don't receive it. Yeah. That's dope. Which led us to our last, um, to last week, which was our two-year anniversary. Um, as you guys know, we have the playlist out on Spotify. We're going to um, add some more songs to that, um, make a, a new one. Be on the lookout for that. Um, and we're coming with more segments. Um, as last year, we're going to do a break at the end of the year. Um, this so we have what November, October, November, December. I'm thinking about November because I'm already working on guests for November. So I'm like November, December. Yeah, you moving kind of quicker. We have the last quarter coming up, so um, we have some we have some um, interesting topics, of course. And um, yeah, anything you want to 
say about the two-year anniversary? Um, no, this is like the two years have gone by really fast. Um, I guess we, I've really been trying to figure out what happened with 2020 now. Like, I can't quite remember. I don't know. It's like, I don't quite remember the whole, like, I remember lockdown, but I don't remember lockdown anymore. And I can't quite figure out when it, you know, like I'm having a hard time distinguishing the time frame or something through there. So I guess that's why it seems like the two years just went by really fast but um but i'm grateful that we made it this far and you know i'm proud of us for hanging in here because like we discussed it is a big commitment um you know doing this every tuesday so yeah every tuesday <laughs> every tuesday um we're wrapping up well we're well we're not now but at the end of the year we'll wrap up season two and start season three february 1st i mean february start of february so that's gonna be dope and, um, I think that all in all, it's just the two years we set out, the things that we set out to do, we doing it. And I feel like more and more people watch and more and more people tell me, I seen your show. And I'm like, oh, did you? You know, what's your thing? And I'm like, I like it. And da, da, da. So, I mean, some days I don't feel like doing it. Some days you don't feel like doing it, but we still do it. So yeah. shout out to those that do watch. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Um, so next month we will have, I was thinking, our first our first guest um, next week is the Delshe, and she'll be talking about um, sexual, she'll be talking about domestic and sexual abuse, um, violence domestic and sexual violence. And she has a book out. I mean, you, oh, thank you. Oh, of course. <laughs> welcome. Um, she has an organization that talks about sex, um, sexual violence and, and things. So it's really interesting because we don't talk about this. We, we don't talk about these things. We don't talk about, you know, we just tell the girls, don't go sit on that uncle lab. Oh, he here. So make sure you watch these kids instead of really putting it on his butt and telling him get out, you know, and, you know, we tell girls, oh, don't wear that because you're going to be fast as if just because of what you have on, you're going to get raped. Like, no, we should put that on the pedophiles. I should be able to wear whatever I want. But anyway, we'll discuss all that next week <laughs> of the domestic and sexual violence. So that's all I have. Um, I have these earrings are Brie more. Um, she sent me a pair of earrings and I left them in a the car by mistake. I did put them up on my page, um, but these are some that I had. I had entered, well, she had posted on her um, new fling, flangles um, Instagram. Who She was trying to see who had the most earrings. And I have purchased a lot. I know I have about seven or eight pair. And I put that and I was the one who had the most. And I really do have that many um, because I like them. And plus, something funny because Chloe was like, um, I knew it was you because of your earrings. And I said, um, she said, cause one of your friends, one of your friends make them. I said, well, she ain't one of my friends. She's a black woman and makes something. So I guess it's one in the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a lot of people ask me, what is so funny is now when I wear different earrings and different things, people are like, a black woman made that, huh? I feel like, how y'all figure that I wear everything? Because I do. I try to wear things that's made by a black woman. 
all the time. So shout out to her. I like her earrings and we're both um talking um have the African thing going on. And I have my Black Media Matter shirt on. You can find this on the Swag Her website. Mm-mm-mm. You can find me at <laughs> www.ladyceo.com. Um, you can find me on Clubhouse at with Lady CEO. If you would like to send me an email, Anya at ladyceo.com and Instagram, lady.ceo, ladyceo on Facebook. Fancy. All right. So um, my earrings are actually by YouTube Hair Studios. The woman that does my hair, though it's not done right now, but she also makes earrings and just like a bunch of other stuff. My, uh, can't quite see them, but my bangles are, what do you call these things? I think whatever you call them. I call them bangles, but that's not what the, the word is. But I forgot the word for them. I'm oh, trying to show them, but they're actually, um, I forgot her name, but it is a black woman you. as well. Thank you. And then um, I actually have my screen tea today, which says out here protecting my vibe. If you can see it, I can never get right in the camera, y'all. Move, move left. Come stand up and move left. Well, right. <laughs> stand up and yeah, move the other way, the opposite of the way, right there. Okay. So y'all yeah. see it out here yeah. protecting my vibe, my um vibrant prestige. So I finally took the time. I was like, I I shop, but I always shop like so sporadically, and I don't be thinking like in advance, like oh you need something for so and so so and so. So I've been doing some more intentional shopping, like so that and by intentional that means so I can make certain I am actually shopping with black people. So so yeah. And if you have a product that you would like for us to wear, send it. And I forgot to share my. <laughs> so y'all can find me um, fancy swag on all platforms, including uh, Clubhouse, and then um, the magazine. Everything is Swagger Magazine. Our website is Swagger.net, and you can find my link tree at Fancy Thoughts. So um, I think that's everything. That is everything. <laughs> I have one. The Candy Lady makeup eyeshadow. Um, you see, and the lashes are mine. I, I know how you lashes. Anyway, I know, girl, I'm, girl, look. Anyway, I'll see y'all later. Bye.